Hello, welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... Sleepy Sleepy Matt Strange. Oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) You've been burning the candle at both ends or just one of those days? Just one of those ones where you can't get off and you wake up a bit discombobulated and don't get out of it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going through. Yes. How are you doing? I'm all right. Much much the same. I'm just recovering from a day at work. Oh. Roundabout. I'm lucky I don't have that. Yeah, so... uh, Should we talk about some wrestling? Let's talk about some wrestling. Why not? Uh, I think I'm positive this week, mostly. Relatively positive. So before we talk about wrestling, this might be the first time you've listened to our podcast. And as such, you would need to know we have a tier list, which is how we give our scores for the individual matches of Rampage and Dynamite. And we then do a little bit of letter maths and science and give an overall score for the shows. Mr. Strange, are you ready to explain the tier list? As much as I can be in this state. Let's roll. Fair. Right. I'm a sleepy boy. Right, okay. So, y'all know a good tier list. We walk, work up through letters. Our lowest rank is a D. A D is a bad match, a short squash match that was just pointless. A bad promo segment where the wrestler doesn't get over. They come out every now and then. But yeah, well, we don't we don't like having Ds, but they do come out. From there, we get up to a C. Good segment. Good match. Doesn't have to have the most story going on, but the match could be nice and crisp and clean, or it could be a bit clumsy with some good story going in, so you actually give a fuck. Uh, good promo segments, get the character over, you know who they are, you know what they're about. See, it's good. There on, we go to B, match plus one, segment plus one. Those matches that are just tighter, cleaner, they tell a story in the ring, or you know the story going in and out. The promo segments just really sort of shine. Commonly, Miro, Mox, and MJF just get racks of Bs on the promo, so you know what we're looking at. A rank is the next one up. It's traditionally, hopefully, the best thing of the week or uh, best thing of the month. A matches are wicked. You know why the wrestlers are there. You know the story they're telling. They're nice, crisp, and clean in the ring. You don't look away. You can talk to your mates about how good it was. A rank segments are the same, but with words. A beautiful story or rivalry shown. For a little bit of cinematography, so I can walk away going, that character's fucking cool, or a massive prick. You know, face or heel. And then, S. Mystical, magical matches between ninjas and luchadors and undead wizards and biker gangs and clowns and Superman. Or just a fucking phenomenal, tightly done, perfect wrestling match which tells you everything you need to know, starting or concluding a story. That's not to say S-rank video segments and promos can't be perfect. Jericho's parody of Cody's sad training montage before their match. Wonderful. So yeah, that's it. The rare moments that you talk to non-wrestling friends about, that's your S's. So D, shitty. C, good. B, very good. A, awesome. And S, magical. Woke up a bit for that. Let's see how this goes. Yay. <laughs> um, so, moving on, uh, time for the news. And I believe, Mr. Strange, you've got a couple of bits for us. I do. Um, I'll start with the one I'm actually most interested with. Uh, NJPW promo, Ishimori, who I don't think he's... A current uh, cruiserweight equivalent champion, but he had been for a while. If he isn't at the moment, I've not, I've not been on top with my NJPW. I'm afraid. But Ishimori's fucking wicked. Ishimori has called out Leo Rush. So we might get to see a bit more of that old forbidden door. I'm so fond of. He's like a tiny little angry pack-shaped Japanese man who 
you would think is more cruiserweighty than he is, but he mostly just hurts people. It's wonderful. Awesome. I know what I'm about. And in other amusing news, uh, famous uh, commentator and barbecue sauce salesman Jim Ross is opening a weed farm with his uh, his family. Something for, something for the family to do. It's a terrible gateway drug and it will never be over here in the UK. Uh, but I thought that's quite interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw this as well. It's a bit of an interesting news. Uh, I'm wondering what barbecue-flavoured um, weed's going to be like. Interesting thing. I suppose you can round out your barbecue with a with a lovely brownie. Ah, yeah, I thought that. It's, it's, it's a herb that you can use in any meal. Right, um... Social media, have you got something for us this week? I've got a little something. It wasn't necessarily for me, but the Elite did put out their Halloween special Elite game, obviously a parody of the ever-popular Squid Game, which they were not allowed to use the costumes of for Dynamite. Um, It's Kenny, the books, a few others fucking about in a Squid Game parody. If you enjoy their dumb shit, you may or may not love it. Worth a watch either way. It's like 15 minutes. Yeah. I, Not going to work. I plan to watch that and catch up. So, um, short bit of news, Excellent. short social media. Shall we move straight on to the reviews? Yeah, let's do this. I'm, um, uh, I'm armed. It's up to me to start this week. We're back. It to is. We're back to the regular order. Hooray. This does mean I've got to turn my page now. To oh, go God damn it. Loud page turning noises. <laughs> yeah. Right, Dynamite, um, JR Shivani Excalibur on commentary, and we kick off with CM Punk versus Bobby Fish. Punk wins with the GTS. Uh, thoughts and scores? I'm going to uh, begin with my first commentary that I really like Fish's music. It's got that that sort of psychobilly, dark, punky edge that I love. So a little shout out there. I like to appreciate the music. And Punk's getting in better shape, isn't he? You can see he's picking up a bit more definition. Anyway, the match. Yeah, I like this match. It was it was good. I can't say it was great, but it was good. We get a nice pace start. There was a, a lot of sizing up, which I actually enjoy in a match. Into a traditional American wrestling match. What we know from old WWE and such like when we watched it. Holds. No real bumps for a bit, which is fine. Punk takes the lead with some scoop slams and, you know, sorry, uh, just body slams, which is basically a scoop slam. We never thought I'd see those getting over, but he did like three or four in a row and the crowd fucking loved it. Bobby takes the control back with some solid slow heel work, the usual stuff. You know, you're meant to do when you're the heel, let the face build your, your heat. I started to get, I'm not going to say bored, but I did get a little bit uninspired for a while. It got a bit too classic and a bit too long heely for me. Needed to take up a second gear, which it then did. Uh, Fish brings in some pace with some strikes. I like the turbuckle beating to a fight that went back between them. Really nice both-way strike exchanges and a good momentum sequence for Punk for a solid finish. Face afterwards, after the pin, Punk's face made me think he was... Either Fish was meant to kick out or the, that last kick out... That Hulk Hogan 3.1 kick out. I don't know if that was meant to be, but either way, if it was... if It looked like it was a out-of-kayfabe kick out, which is... Perfect, if I'm honest. If he, if that is still kayfabe, then Punk's face, the actual moment of it, beautifully done. Just seemed very tight to me. If they're just putting fish more over. But anyway, 
Slow start, all solid, good finish. I gave it a C. I liked it. Yeah, got a C from me also. Um, I thought it was a pretty solid match. I think, like you said, I, I thought it much the same. It was just a classic wrestling match. Just very simple um, wrestling. Nothing, you know, no bells and whistles. don't need to. Not everything has not to blow our minds. has to be a B. Yeah. Um, moving on from there, we had a Malachi Black promo. Any thoughts? Uh, I like it. I like uh, this direction for him. I'm still a little bit annoyed that he's with Andrade now, but we'll we'll cover more on that later. Uh, I like him ending with the house always wins as well. It pleases me and flashes me back to Fallout New Vegas. I'm I'm really enjoying Malachi, and I think he's great. And I hope they don't ruin him. Basically, yeah, we told you you'd like him. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I really like the house always wins. Um, it ties into all the. Um, the AEW um, gambling oh, it does. theme. Didn't and think about it, that. It fitted in. It took. I, I will be honest. It took me a couple of seconds to realise why it was relevant, and then I kind of went, "Oh yeah, House of Black had one oh, of those, plus one. One of those moments. Following on from that, right? We got quite a long one here. <laughs> MJF uh, with Wardlow and Sean Spears versus Bryce Donovan. MJF wins with the Heat Seeker. So, what thoughts on the match? Match is a D, we'll skip it. It yeah. doesn't really count. It was just to give him some heat before. Yeah. Then we had MJF in-ring promo. Lights out. Sting. And it's not Sting. Sorry. So Sting's music hits. And it's not Sting. And MJF gets to do his um, Shawn Michaels impression. Uh, and then <laughs> the lights went out. And they came back up. And Sting and Darby Allen take out Spears and Wardlow thoughts on the promo segment i can't say it was bad we get classic heel mjf he does mjf things says classic you know healy things nothing special uh just regular shit crowd shit talking we get the double fake which amused me if i'm honestly if i'm honest i know a few people didn't like that but i'm up for the the double fake on the old lights darby shows up in a stripper coat in a muted yellow like he's a dc remake of dick tracy have a bit of a brawl. Uh, it was fine. I can't say I disliked it. I can't say it really drove me anywhere. For me, it would be like... It's a mid-fine part of the show, over, including the match. So I'll give it a C, but... Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, much the same. It's all right. Did its all right. job. Uh, Britt Baker backstage segment. I don't know if there's really anything we can say about this. It was very short. It's a Rampage match announcer and skip it. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, then we have Ethan Page versus Sammy Guevara in a TNT Championship match, which Sammy wins with a variation on a roll-up. Uh, thoughts and scores on the match. Right, so we get a whoosh start and some really good aggression. Ethan seemed to get a lot of the heat in at the start. Um, wow, but he gets a lot of the beating, but he's got a lot of health. And then we get back actually into the match start. Some solid exchanges of every kind. We get some flippy shit. We get some striky shit. We get some slams. It's all solid, constantly solid. Nice pace. Um, it opened with such rage and fury. That seems to sort of peter out. Uh, I always give plus one for a Spanish fly. I can't help it. I love them. And I know other people hate them, but they're one of the best. We get a good heel overpower by Paige near the end. Uh, which almost made it seem like he could win. It was good. Uh, technically, it's a B. Like, all the wrestling was tight, the story was tight, everything was cool. But I don't know, it, it, it feels like a C to me. It felt good, but not like, oh, that was good. Like, oh, that was good. You know, 
Heist, all right. What did you think? Win I me over. I see. I also gave it right, okay. It's not just me then. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was solid. It didn't wow me as much as I think I was hoping it would. Yeah. Um, it, it was just a good, solid match. And again, a C isn't bad. No, a C is good. Yeah. I'm not disappointed with the segment, but I won't be talking about it next yes. week. Um, so then Scorpio runs in and attacks... Sorry, Scorpio runs in and attacks Sammy. In a circle for the save, and then we had a Jericho in-ring promo. Thoughts? Jericho looked weirdly emotional going into this. I was wondering if something weird was going to happen, but I think he just suffers from red eye a lot. Multi-tag announcement. It's a meme fight, obviously. We're expecting the them to pick Dan Lambert to be on the team. Didn't really do much for me again. I, I think because we've been seeing this every single show now for quite a while. It, I'm, I'm a bit bored of it, but the crowd seemed into it, so I can comfortably give it a C going, might not have been for me. Those people loved it. Okay. Um, following on from that, Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston backstage interview. Fight man! I love Eddie, but Danielson's no-selling face of his shouting and his, uh, yeah, his Eddie rage was good. I liked it. Good build for your opponent from B-Dan. He can't help it, can he? He has to always say how great they are, etc. Yeah, good. Good promo segment. Once again, C-section again. I don't think it really went anywhere. Would have helped if Danielson wasn't shouting after Eddie had gone, I think. But otherwise, yeah, good. Once again, solid. Yeah, it's a very and a wrestling episode, this one. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, so following on from that, we had a very quick Lucha Bros and Alex Abrahantes backstage promo. Any thoughts? It's just the pay-per-view out out solid enough, I guess. Very wrestling episode, as you say. It's, there's a lot of this on Rampage, this on the coming pay-per-view. You know what's established, so we'll reaffirm it. Yeah, well, we've got a pay-per-view in two weeks. Two, I don't know. I don't plan more than three days ahead, Morg. You know this. Yeah, it's two weeks. <laughs> we, we worked it out the other day. And it's back on a Saturday. Hooray! Right. People can actually watch wrestling and go to work. Yeah. I think there's a downside to that. Right, Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida. Shida wins again with a kind of a roll-up, if I remember correctly. And then Deeb does a beat down on Shida. Um, thoughts overall and scores? I think this might be my favourite match of the show. I really enjoyed this. Shida brought in her trophy, which made me laugh. We get a really aggressive technical start between the two, and they've... they've Got more um, chemistry than they've had before in the ring, if you ask me. Caught my attention in the beginning, basically. They just went at it. Really good pace match. Definitely the best one pace that far. It had fight energy. Uh, I do actually, I'm going to give a, a, a little plus one for Shida. Shida's really good during submissions. She actually sells it like she's in pain. Sometimes you see wrestlers just sort of, you know, doing the silence sort of... <sighs> oh my... What I mean translates through sound alone there. Where she's fucking kicking and screaming. Really good. Deeb got some good heel heat. I love the fact that Deeb always works limbs. Like whenever she's working something, she's like that leg. Ba -bam, ba -bam, ba -bam. She does running slide into a Judas effect was wicked. Some just great exchanges, counters, slams and strikes. Use of terrain, ring awareness. I like the turnbuckle figure four Deeb did on the outside. And the fact she always goes to four on the count is great. Deeb rolling knee strike into the single leg crab was fucking a wonderful counter. 
Um, and I, I like the rollabout struggle finish. I gave it a B. I think this was match plus one. <laughs> it had story. The wrestling was good. It had a strong start. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. So this one got the same kind of thumbs up as last week when we talked about one of the matches from last week, which it was just fast paced. Um, it, it didn't stop or seem to slow down much. Uh, yeah, I also enjoyed it and it got a B from me also. It was. It seemed fast paced, but most of it was aggression because they still had like the slowdown for pick and pick with the submissions. But because bowling, just being animated. Yeah. Sorry, I got. Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> so, following on from that, uh, Dante Fox and Leo Rush backstage promo. Thoughts? It's more of the same, isn't it? Um, big same energy. Solid enough, but I, I need to see some more come from this now. They've done it every week now for like three weeks, three, four weeks. Yeah, but can't say I hate it. Leo Rush is good on the mic. More on it later, I suppose. Yes, yes. Uh, then we had um, a championship tournament match, and it was Mox versus Ten. Um, very quick match. Mox wins. Um, thoughts and score. Mox has trimmed down again, hasn't he? He was getting a bit chubby dad shaped for a bit, but he's uh, packing the abs back on. Big heel energy stomp down, and a lot of blood. I think this match was meant to... Because I've given it a D for being a squash because 10 deserves better than that match. But when you saw where I, I assume he'd bladed, uh, that just the blood spurt out of it, um, I think that he was cut too deep or that was a possibly a shoot cut. I, like, I can't confirm or deny, but there was a lot of blood and there were medics in the ring afterwards. So I've given it a D... But I might leave it out of the ranking because it looks like a match was cut short to me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I gave it a D for being a squash as well. Um, I also think you're right. I think this is starting to set up now for the Mox heel turn. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's deeply going into it, especially with how he just kicked his way back out afterwards. Yeah. And it's good. It's good to keep him fresh. Yeah. Uh, more, uh, more on turning your heels to be, fa to be fresh later. Um. FTR backstage interview thoughts. All three spoke pretty solidly. They did say they did make comments about flippiness about Penta and Phoenix, and I was like, Penta doesn't really flip. Um, you're wrong there, boys. But otherwise, fine, skippable. I, I did right. watch, listen to their entire interview, and at the end of it, I just went, "Do they watch the product?" <laughs> take him to fight. I suggest you go and look at a certain cage match the Lucha Brothers had recently, like when they won. I, I think you need Oof. to do some research on this team. You're going to end up with your arm broken. Oh, bring back the arm breaking. Oh, I'd love it if you did that. Right. <laughs> oh. Okay, so this is a big it's time. One. Cody in ring <laughs> segment. He is interrupted by Andrade and then Alistair Black. But let's move on to the main segment. What did you think? The booze. And I thought, like, he came out and he was still doing his hand actions and stuff. And I, I kind of hoped he was doing it twattily, but he wasn't. This felt awkward to me to watch. And it crossed the two meta line for me. I was okay with him. I thought he was going to acknowledge it and the comment about setting up for the pedigree and stuff. Still got crowd control. All of this could have been saved for me if it wasn't for the fact he said, I'm not going to turn. 
He used a smart term in a promo, which basically means he's acknowledging that it's not real. We know it's predetermined story. Yeah, we know it's not real in quotation marks. I, ju I just didn't. It, he could have said anything else. He was like, I will not. He could have said, I'm not going to go to that dark place or I'm, no, I'm not going to give up on. This is interesting because I'm on the other side of the fence on this because occasionally. When you're acknowledging something like that, which is real, it's okay to do that and keep that and still keep it in character. And I think Cody's one of the few characters that can get away with it because he's almost he, got he's got that different meta line than the Bucks uh, have. I think if he hadn't said I turn, I won't turn, and had said anything else, just you know, I'm not going to give into the dark place. I won't stop trying to be a hero. Anything else would have worked but it's literally that one word took me from this is okay and he's got to try something something has to be done it's it's a weird situation i don't know i kind of don't want to rank it this it it'll was be, an it'll awkward be a slow turn it'll be a slow turn he's not stupid and he he knows how to do it. this him saying he won't turn he's what he's basically doing is john cenaing himself but in a weird way the thing is, John Cena, as much as I hated Cena's Reign of Terror, Cena reveled in it. Like, I remember the last time I properly watched a WrestleMania. Like, I've watched it with you. But when the last time I sat down with my heart and I was like, I'm a kid, I'm going to watch WrestleMania. John Cena was being booed after winning a match. And he went to this corner of the ring where everyone was wearing We Hate John Cena, Cena shirts and holding signs saying Cena sucks. I did, like, leant back into a muscles blazing, big fucking grin on his face. And he, they all he, cheered. That was the other thing. The fans were a bit... By then, the fans were in on it with Cena. Yeah, because, exactly. Because do you know who got the money from the Cena Sucks t-shirts? Probably a charity. No, it's John it was Cena. John Cena. All right, okay. As in, they were his merch. That, that's of course that's they more were. what I meant. They weren't generic WWE yeah. merch. They were John Cena merch. The fans were in on the joke with Cena for a long time. Even when he did, because he did a promo once said, how about I do a little heel turn and just sort of moved his foot and the crowd cheered. But they were all in on it and then just burst out laughing. And Cody, he's not in that place. He's not met... He He's not happy. Like, I've been watching. I watched the final episode of Roads to the Top. I've watched the first and the last. And he's trying to talk Brandy into being a face. And she's like, I, I like being a heel. People know I've got big bitch energy, blah, blah, blah. I know he's, he's at incredible risk of just becoming dusty, which is obviously sort of what he wants. But you know, this segment felt weird for me. I, I was thankful for Andrade, though, and his... Uh, well, I'm quite, I'm quite, here, English. If, if, if this goes the way I'm hoping, I quite like the idea of them both switching dance partners. Uh, Pac yeah, that and could Cody work. With, with Pac now facing Malachi, that's going to be an absolute... Oh, yeah, that'll be wicked. And Cody versus Andrade, which will also be really good for a uh, match. And it'll be an interesting one that way. Did like Andrade's uh, moment, though. Cody, they don't like you. They don't like me. Me no care. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. <laughs> Differences, I don't care. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, main event time. Dark Order, Grayson, Uno, Silver and Colt versus the Elite, Kenny, Young Bucks and Adam Cole. Uh, Dark Order win after shenanigans of a sort. Um, yeah. 
so uh, the Dark Order came out. Uh, John Silver came dressed as Bambi, as he promised. Um, I Ugh. think Uno was supposed to be Hangman, or he was being a cowboy. Yeah. Uh, they came out with a pantomime horse. Uh, what was Cutler? That was great. <laughs> which, well, um, then uh, Stu Grayson was Kratos. God, he looks like him. And Colt, yeah, Colt was Cutler, which I thought was hilarious. Wonderful. Added to more shenanigans in the ring. Uh, the Bucks come out as the Ghostbusters with the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And Nakazawa as a baby, which I'm guessing was a reference to Ghostbusters 2. Excuse me. I think he, um, had, he had a badge that said something. It I said baby. Remember. It said baby. Adam Cole. Ah, uh, it was an Adam Cole baby. All right, okay, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> but um, so you all assume it's Cutler under the um, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Uh, big reveal. It wasn't. It was Hangman. Um, then uh, Dark Order get the win over the Super Elite. Thanks to these shenanigans. And Brandon Cutler had been the head end of the um, the horse that they rode out on. Uh, what did you think of the oh match? God. What score did you give it with all the clusterfuckery that goes on? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, uh, my ranking on this match is slightly varied. You might be surprised to hear. As I said, the, the costumes, all gold, hilarious. But we'll get straight into the match. Cole versus, uh, Cole versus Silver was a strong start and they got to do the budge taunt and like the Ghostbusters song said, I ain't afraid no budge. So there's a, there's a nice crossover with jokes that I like and I had a good laugh. It was silly, but fun. A strong start of silly, but fun. The fucking cowboy spot for Uno with him riding him. Uh, this match, <laughs> this match. Uh, I did enjoy Colt's eye spray on one of them in the corner. They just stood there still spraying it with his big stupid face open. They got the, the double pose stand on each other. It's, it's all a silly clusterfuck. Dark Order were down for a long time, so Grayson could eat a lot of shit during the break. Colt gets a hot tag, and I've missed Colt in the ring. I enjoy his trickstery style, even if it didn't all go that smoothly this time. But hes I've not seen him in a match for a time. We saw a ref kick. That's rare. Um, and then my notes just go, very silly. Very silly. Very silly build for the Hangman reveal and great Hangman face on the reveal. I've got this down. I've taken into account how much uh, my partner was laughing during this. As a D as a match, a C as a segment, and B as entertainment. <laughs> I just gave it a B. It was a Halloween match. It was supposed to be a bit silly. Um... I think that was the whole point of a Halloween match and everyone just went in. They had a comedy match. It was a great comedy match. Um, there was lots of silly, lots of silly little segments. There was also quite a lot of the elite getting their comeuppance in this. Which that is true. Liked. It was mostly... Uh... Was a, yeah, every time they tried to, to cheat, the Dark Order pretty much got the upper hand on them on every moment in one way or another and, and i really enjoyed it and i yeah i gave it a b i thought this was great fun and i loved the hangman reveal even though i had it spoiled for me on youtube yep i had it spoiled as well thanks thanks aw thanks <laughs> oh, at least i can blame what culture for mine oh <laughs> i think I no i went to, i went youtube afterwards and they were like did the marshmallow man get his revenge it was just quite clearly a picture of hangman in a marshmallow suit and i was like awesome Thanks. <laughs> so, 
there you have it. That's the review of Dynamite. Um, with the power and science of letter maths, what have we got? Would Dave Meltzer give it in a uh, letter-based scale? It's a C. A couple of Bs. Got a D. Everything else was good. It was a good episode. Didn't blow anything away. If you enjoy a bit more of the comedy, that was there. If you enjoy a bit more of the serious, that was there. It was all right. Yeah, very I, wrestling. Yeah, it was. It was very wrestling, and it's two weeks to a pay per view, and I'd rather they did this two weeks to a pay per view than the week before. Yeah, fair. So we can actually get a bit more solid build. Yeah. Right. Right, it's my turn, All isn't over it? To you now. I've not got it's. It's witty name I've made up for it. Rampage review. That's what we always do it every call week. It's it. what we always call it. Chris Jericho, Starks, Taz, and Excalibur on commentary. We open pretty swiftly with good old murder vegan Brian Danielson versus uh, Eddie Kingston. And Danielson chokes Eddie out. Uh, I believe that choke has some kind of name, but I missed it when he was putting it on and I couldn't be bothered to rewind. Quite a lot of notes on this one. It was pretty good. Long sizing up start, which is nice. The two of them getting to know each other. And then just suddenly brutality. Struggly, fighty energy, which I always love. Low spots, but with high impact, which means a lot more to me. Lots of strikes backwards and forwards, nice and even, though I'd argue that uh, good old vegan goat's chest suffered the worst of it. Crowd seemed mostly with Eddie, but they were hot for both of them, which was nice. I suppose when you don't quite have that heel-face dichotomy, you don't quite get as much of a one way or the other, but it was good. Eddie took control in picture-in-picture, and after some outside work, um, Eddie actually called for a count-out, which I liked. He rolled in and went, came out, and I was like, hooray! A lot of Eddie control after that. A bunch of wrestling headbutts, which we know I hate, because I think 90% of them look terrible. Back into some exchanges. Uh, I don't know this exact moment, but I have written down, and Danielson kicked Eddie so hard. <laughs> it really picked up with brutality. Uh, a good-looking back fist for Orican from uh, Eddie, and I normally criticise that. I think it sort of flowed, flowed, flew, flowed, flowed better, which was which I liked. And another choke out. So that's one a week. He's now choked out. Dustin, that's his name, and Eddie. Um, I hope that doesn't get overdone. I know you've got to protect your tough guys, but there we are. But I gave it a B. I think it was match plus one. Yeah, I gave this a high B. I really enjoyed this. This was really hard-hitting and really good. Wasn't it? And the three of us watching it hardly spoke during this match. Um, That's the sign, isn't it? Yeah. But weirdly, we'll come on to something else in a minute where I will discuss something. But, uh, All right, okay. Where that will actually become very quite interesting. Uh -huh. yeah, this, this, I, I say, I put high B on this. I really enjoyed this. I, I'm willing, I'm willing to go with you. You know what? I'll put a little plus next to that B. I'm with you, Morg. You've, you've convinced me. So moving on, we move on to Tony Schiavone uh, interviewing CM Phil backstage, CM Punk backstage for a very short amount of time before Eddie comes in shouting. Um, Eddie kicks off uh, Punk. Punk actually used a wonderful line with, I saw what happened out there. Do you want to go to sleep again? And I've got to give him points. That was, that was really good. That was a good comeback. Um, yeah, I gave it a C. All right, segment. Obviously, Punk's now got his next match. He can fight Eddie. That should be good. 
All that, you're the punk fan. What did you think? Yeah, it was good. It was, I, I'm looking forward to punk versus Eddie. That'd be good. <laughs> Look. We were explaining Eddie to uh, my housemate um, a bit because he doesn't he didn't know him that well. And we were explaining that you know Eddie is kind of like the wrestler's wrestler. He's this guy, and then we started to talk about the, the promo game on that guy. Still annoyed that I met him and didn't recognise <laughs> him. Oh, three weeks till I meet um, Kenny Omega. Ooh, make sure you uh, you bait an interesting quote out of him for I'm, us. I'm going to try my best to get him to do where you're listening to Wrestle Opinionated. Hooray! Right, it's at this point in the show I noticed Jericho had a beautiful uh, wig on like my old hair and was stroking it and that brought me great joy. Just just small note on that. Next up, we've got Dante Martin versus Matt Seidel. Dante wins with his springboard moonsault physics breaking thing. Strong start, bit of talking. I like the fact they acknowledge that Matt Seidel used to be Dante's mentor and that they actually, you know... That that added a bit of story to it. And it's obviously the cool, flippy, beautiful, technical shit. We know most of them. Dante has obviously learned a lot from Seidel. And I like Seidel's style of flippy with technicality. Not too flippy. Dante breaks the laws of physics throughout the match like he does. He did this one move on the turnbuckle where he sort of threw his feet onto Seidel's shoulders. And then did like a pull runner into the buckle. It was fucking wicked. Otherwise, this match is what you expect. Um, all the usual stuff. Seidel controls him picture in picture with submissions. And, you know, he gets that veteran edge from how the story was being told to, to me, at least. Back in with a, a more exchange of flippy shit. And obviously, they both have great flippy shit. But I'm going to point out they both have really good strikes as well. Like, they're often a wrestler can't do strikes. And these guys have got it on top of the technical edge. Good push for Dante. Um, I don't know. I feel Seidel could have won this. And then you could have had more of the parent versus uh, teacher versus student thing going on. But otherwise, once again, I think it was match plus one. We had enough story going in. We've got some story coming out. They told a bit of story in the ring. Each felt different, even though they're very similar. And the wrestling was just tight and crisp. I didn't catch anything which I laughed at. Yeah, gave it a B as well. Now, the interesting thing is we were actually talking through this match, but pointed out during our conversation about what a great match it was, even though we were talking about something completely yeah. different. Uh, yeah, this was a really good match. Um, it was one of those conversations you have where you're chatting, but you know, your eyes don't leave the screen. Yeah, well, um, different kind of energy. It's you're like when you're watching the previous uh, match with B-Dan and Eddie... Watching two men beat each other up and you're like, oh, oh, whereas when you want, you know, so your words are sort of taken by the strikes and the, the fight energy. With this, you can talk because you're like, oh, shit, what's he just doing? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Different level of impact, yes. shall we say, even though also a very good match. Right, then we get Mark Henry interviewing Abaddon and Britt Baker. Uh, Abaddon made um, zombie noises. A hater and Rebel were in zombie makeup and Rebel was having the best time of her life. She had the best thing ever. It was solid. Abaddon disappeared. Solid scare face. It was alright. Maintain the character. It's a Halloween episode. Yeah. Nothing to add. Nope. Right. Then we get to Abaddon versus Brit in the main event. And Brit wins with a roll-up. 
Bun obviously looked badass. Uh, Britt wore some great scared face and did some scared by uh, spots for her, which was really nice. Uh, had a bit of a break off, came back uh, to Abaddon, mostly beating Brit. Abaddon fights off Brit's girls with some some weak strikes. I've got I've got to say she's got to work on those uh, on those punches and elbows, if you ask me. Swinging net breaker got I am the tabled, and then a suplex got I am the tabled as well. Bit of a uh, struggle over some pins. Um, Britt did a uh, chest curb stomp thing, which was pretty fucking sick, and a bad and a bad sort of no sold it, which was also awesome. I enjoyed the struggle over the uh, lockjaw and the biting, which people have been saying forever. Britt does a roll up. It, it was entertaining enough. I think the wrestling probably could have been better. The table spot was unfortunate. I gave it a C. What did you think? I gave it a high C. Yeah, I enjoyed this. Um, picture in picture didn't help. I think it could have got a higher uh, rank off me if it hadn't. Sorry, lack of picture in picture. Could have got a higher rank if they hadn't gone. We'd see more of the fight. Fight TV. Um, really short. Yeah, um, I enjoyed this. Uh, Brit sold for the horror character. She didn't play it down. She didn't go that stupid. She didn't do what she could have done. They played it straight. Abaddon looked vicious. She looked like a zombie. They'd gone to town on her makeup. Uh, I love oh, yeah, the Undertaker She looks spot. great. Yeah. Um, small Undertaker spot, which, which you know, I'm always going to pop for uh, for that. Um, and um, all of indestructible supernatural really person because we joked beforehand if you say you know that she can't lose to the lockjaw that's you don't do that to a badden it's got to be a pin do not want her losing to the lockjaw and tapping out or anything else and uh, the raptor joked that yeah well, she just bite her fingers and i was like actually she should really should do that and then she did a variation of it I yeah. brilliant I thought, what she did i thought was even better it was that Brit's going for the lockjaw, so Abaddon just grabs her hand and bites it. Oh, let's that do was this. Hilarious as well. So yeah, I really just... enjoyed this match. I, I I think I could have done with it just being a little bit longer, or seeing a little more bit stronger. Uh, yeah, a little bit stronger, longer, and I think Abaddon just needs a little bit more tightening up before she's thrown into anything like a pay per view main yeah, event, just, shall we say? Yeah, I mean, she's only she's still sort of dark character anyway yeah. so she's still undercard but yeah all in all uh, quite a good rampage i thought i yeah, know it's uh one of our highest rankings we've got three c's a b and a high b so um i'm gonna give it a b morg i think I overall think, this is one is. of the one of the better rampages we've seen pretty much all the wrestling was solid to very good obviously it's only an hour cm punk got over with me which is always a plus one for the entire thing and jericho had a lovely wig Episode of Rampage Plus One. Rampage Plus One for Jericho's lovely wig. <laughs> so There's uh, just something about a man with long grey hair, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so there you have it. I'm afraid it's just a short show this week because we're both quite tired. Um, if you want to send us anything, you send it to wrestleopinionated at gmail.com. WrestleOP on Facebook. WrestleOP1 on Twitter. I want to thank Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. You can find us at Wrestle Opinionated on Anchor.fm, YouTube and Spotify. Over to you, Mr. Strange. People click like. I'm just saying that right now. 
You can click that little like button, that little subscribe button. You can share this to your friends who like wrestling. I like wrestling. You like wrestling. They probably like wrestling. Why not share it? On uh, Spotify, you can click a little heart thing. So you could do that. That would be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be a good thing to do. And on Anchor, I don't know. I, I have never used it. Sorry, Anchor. We do appreciate you hosting us, as Morg just said. But anyway, yeah. Cheers for listening. We appreciate it. It's always good to do this for you. Like, share, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. Back to you, more. All that's left to be said is goodbye and good night.